The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respected managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. And uh, this, is a, this is a good episode. I like this episode. Name of the episode is Y'all Hiring? All right. <laughs> Uh, y'all hiring coming up here in just a moment. Uh, we got a oh, a couple of things. Uh, this episode, uh, our friends uh, Kiki and Kari uh, come by, and uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, they're a lot of fun. I love those women, and they bring a lot to the show. Uh, they'll be sitting in for uh, for Jimmy and Tony today, so uh, that's good. Love those girls. Uh, so remember that. Another thing to remember about the episode is. Uh, we get kind of heavy in the beginning, but we bring it back. We, there, there is geek stuff in this episode. I promise you. There's some social commentary, a uh, very moving letter uh, from uh, from a girl, and uh, but uh, it, it, we do get the geek stuff. So those of you who complain that we're too too many feels, just you know, hang on. We get there. Uh, all coming up on this episode. Y'all hiring is what it's called. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yes, we need to thank our sponsors, of course. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, open seven days a week, hold services free. And with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more in the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South, in Salt Lake, Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. Cabin Fever, of course, your go-to shop for lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, tin signs, and more. Located in the heart of Trolley Square in downtown Salt Lake, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quality card store. Also, the Twin Sons Cafe. Our friend Chef Daniel now serving breakfast and lunch at his new restaurant from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day but Tuesday. He describes the food as Americana with Southwest Mexican influence. But he can be accommodating to all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you folks a good, wholesome meal at 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake. Also, Black Velvet Boutique up in Clearfield, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com. It's not a porn store or novelty store. It's a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They also have free sex ed workshops. And, of course, Ivy down at Booze Teak. All the geeky drinking accessories you need. Death Star ice molds, Battlestar Galactica coasters. They got the Doctor Who flasks. You name it. Shot glasses with Star Trek. You you get 15% off if you go in and say Geek Show says hey. Go in and say hi to Ivy Boosteek located at 315 East Broadway, downtown Salt Lake. Or go to BoosteekSLC.com. Have your own third show with the help of Boosteek. Also, Valley Office Systems. Stop buying disposable office printers off the shelf at that big box store. Get the highest quality commercial grade printers from Valley Office Systems for a whole lot less than you would expect. ValleyOfficeSystems.com. Go visit their website. All right. Let's get to the episode. Y'all hiring? (laughs) This is a good episode. Pleased to enjoy. A few messages, then we'll get to it, okay? Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and dad-ass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, 
corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. They're also welcoming new lines for the new year. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for laughter, kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. You know Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year. Thanks in part to Geek Show customers like myself and you, of course. For the record, being a local shop catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years has been no easy task. But because Utah is chock full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you into 2018. They want you to go in and let's all laugh together. God knows we need it. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for tin signs, lunch boxes, coffee table books, retro candy, gift wrap, and more. They're also welcoming new lines for the new year. Cabin Fever is your go-to shop for laughter. Kitschy memories, creative and fun merchandise. They are located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. You know Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Cabin Fever is officially over 35 years old this year. Thanks in part to Geek Show customers like myself and you, of course. For the record, being a local shop catering to all of Utah's diverse communities for this many years has been no easy task, but... Because Utah is chock full of amazing people, Cabin Fever has been able to stay relevant in all climates. Cabin Fever would like to welcome you into 2018. They want you to go in and let's all laugh together. God knows we need it. Is quality kitsch a thing? Cabin thinks so. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a quirky card store. Hey, welcome back to the basement. Hey! Hello! Yeah. Boy, this is the basement? We in the basement. basement. Y'all hiring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look who finally... You know what? Look who finally fucking woke up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was asleep for so long, I lost my job. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers hiring? <laughs> you know what? I... I'm looking for a job too. Are y'all hiring? I always. Oh wait, I'm looking for a job too. Y'all, are you all hiring? <laughs> oh, he's gonna get the job. He talked pretty. Oh yeah, I yeah. used enunciation. Yeah, I, uh, I got a job oh, once boy. by saying "y'all motherfuckers hiring." Y'all yeah. motherfuckers hiring. Yeah. So how was your how was your time at the milk farm? <laughs> at the milk farm. <laughs> 
All right. And his guy looks like he knows how to tug a teat. Yep. <laughs> Derp. So- sounds like y'all hiring might be the title of the show. Okay. I'm just telling you. Thank you, Keith. He's got that he's got that wrist flexion that can sure fill a bucket. <laughs> y'all hire how, how am I spelling hi- hire It's H I R I N apostrophe. H I R what? And make sure you get the apostrophe I after the Y for you Drop, drop the G. Drop, drop the G, no G. Okay. Add an apostrophe. The G, the G is silent. That's all right. the title. Okay. The G is silent. <laughs> There's no G there. Because yeah. uh, okay, it's, it's silent. And it's invisible. This show's never had a G. <laughs> he wants to know if you're higher, and he's Jay Whitaker. What's up, y'all? Hey, hey. Good, uh, good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening. And uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. We love y'all. Um, I got some cool shit coming up. That y'all need to be a part of uh, January twenty uh, first. Okay, right? I'm gonna be at Squatters, right? Yes. Fill- yeah, sure. Yeah, he's filling in for me. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I'm gonna be out of town, and this was planned. It was a whole accidental thing. It's a not safe for work podcast uh-huh. that we're doing at Squatters, mm-hmm. and we're bringing back the morning show beer for that one day, the Red as Hell Ale. Uh, for just that That's one. That's like one of my favorite beers of it's all time. So good. It's so back for just that good. one time. Then there's a commemorative pint glass that goes with it, and it's brunch. And uh, Jay is going to sit in for me. Yeah. So I want him to wear the clothes that I gave him. Remember the, <laughs> oh, the plaid shit, clothes yeah. that I have, the plaid shirt and the hat. And when, I was Car- when I was Carrie Blackson, remember yeah. <laughs> You're going to be Carrie Blackson. So I want you to wear those clothes for the podcast. That's beautiful. You know, I'm he so probably excited. gave those clothes to a disadvantaged stripper. Oh. <laughs> um, hello. And if, <laughs> and if you need more. I know. I only hang out with advantaged strippers. And, and, if, and, if you, and if you lost <laughs> them somewhere in your travels, let me know. I'll get you some, right, man, some I, fresh ones. Um, I, may have grown, I may have grown out of them. Um, but I'll be doing that at Squatters on the 21st. On the 25th, I really want, uh, guys want you to check this out. Um, I got a show called Green Pig Gives. Uh, I'm doing a, we do a comedy show at the at the Green Pig downtown. You hiring? Yeah, <laughs> actually, they are. <laughs> every uh, every last Thursday of this of of the month. Every, so every last Thursday of this of 2018, just expect a comedy show, at Green Pig. There's only give you like six of them then. Exactly. <laughs> Hush. Um, we're doing each show is for charity. Hush. So we're doing we're raising money this month. We're raising for Utah Road Home. I'll be hosting the show. Um, we got some great comics on there: Amara Ames and Tanner Nicholson, um, Eve Jones and EC Folau. Uh, and then January 26th, I'll be uh, headlining the Impact Hub uh, with Taurus Fairley, Eileen Dobbins, um, and Aaron w- Woodall. So ch- follow me on Incredibly Vocal Minority Podcast. And fucking, y'all motherfuckers hired? <laughs> like, that, that's about it. Uh, oh, and then every Thursday, I do beers with uh, booze, beer, booze with beer, beer, booze, and booze, beer with Bill. On ESPN 700 at 12:45 on every Thursday. I, I thought drink. that was going in a totally different direction, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. That's 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 it. Sorry, that's it. All right. Sorry, y'all. Are you still on the Disney Channel? Yeah, I'll be. Oh, I'm getting that Disney money still. <laughs> <laughs> they hiring. <laughs> that's it. Give me a job on that show. I mean, it's at a school. Though. You can play a teacher. You guys shoot. I'm, it. I'm doing. I'm trying to do that right now, and I hate it. <laughs> He hates it. Oh, he's Shannon Barnes. I fucking hate it. But it's that Disney money, though. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. Um. That's fine. so. Yeah, I'm kind of like you know, fuck everything, but except, except my pub quiz. <laughs> Are you back in love with the pub quiz now? It's the only thing I like that makes me money. <laughs> um. Damn. This <laughs> you honest. Yeah. Uh, come to my pub quiz. It's uh, Wednesdays. Lucky thirteen. Eight thirty. 
just fucking great. It's just <laughs> holy shit. It changed your damn life. <laughs> really does. And we are not hiring. <laughs> we're all enough. we're Good staffed enough. the fuck up. Well, now you changed Lee's life earlier. Oh my Fuck God. yeah, I did. With the magic of the hot toddy. Lee George Cade, everybody. Hi. Lee George Cade is here. <laughs> yes. What'd well, I do for you there, buddy? This hot toddy uh, actually has given me what little voice I have right now. So, thank you. Yeah. What kind of thank you, magic sen- did senpai. you do there? It's well, uh, a hot toddy. I'm a good bartender. Bartender magic. Yeah. <laughs> He's an apothecary, but, actually. But bartending yeah. in Utah is just a crock of shit. So, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you got out of that because yeah. it was soul-sucking in its own right. People so. ask me that all the time. You know you want to go back? Would you go back? And I go, no, nah, you have to like walk around and shit. Yeah. yeah. Bert's Tiki Lounge is dead, so it's really, what's the like, point? Where else, like, where else could I work? Yeah. I, I got to work at a place where I can go, fuck you. Yeah, right. Fuck, get the fuck out. And where else has like a giant jar of pickled eggs that's like 100 years old? You no, know? those were no fresh. One. Yeah. No, they're, we, no, they're no they were fresh. We went, Scotty made those. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, Scotty made oh those. Oh, my God. That long-haired guy that you yeah. saw He. No, I love Those Scotty. were Scotty pickled eggs. And we went through them so fast that... I mean, yeah, I ate a him. bunch. I just thought that they were really old. I was like, well, I'm going to die, but I'll die happy. Yeah. Now I want a pickled egg. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll go get some. We'll run to Harmon's. So, Lee... Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't make or eat pickled eggs. No. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But you make uh, vegan jerky. I make all kinds of stuff. So here's the thing, folks. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say it. My daughter was just accepted to the honors program at Westminster College. Yay! Yeah, don't clap. Oh my god! No, no, no. What? Don't clap. No, it's that's worse. a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, it's, it's that's my alma mater. It's yeah. one of the more Same. expensive schools in Utah. It, it right? is. I think Same. it is. The we will age. clap when we have the money. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying, money, folks. But I I'm not have. asking for much. Buy some jerky. It's pretty easy. <laughs> the more jerky you buy, the less of a loser I look like to my kid, which is important to me because I pride myself in my parenting skills. But uh, that's a college. I look at the price tag and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, no. Luckily, she no. has really good grades, really good ACT scores. She's getting some financial aid. That's I will awesome. tell you, as some, and I actually worked at Westminster, so too. Did you yes, really? I did. I worked in the uh, Start Center. I like, registered kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. The first resistance yeah. against, oh, my God. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So they are... <laughs> if Westminster is great at anything, it's helping finding uh, oh, financial yeah. aid. Yeah, so they're helping time. out with that. But I mean, seriously, folks, um, what keeps me on this show and allows me to do this show instead of working in a call center again is your support at Vegan Agenda or Fresh Vegan Foods. So I appreciate that. Uh, you can buy jerky at, uh, at Fresh Vegan Foods on Etsy or you can just stop in our shop. Uh, it's 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. We just started doing some uh, soy chorizo breakfast burritos. Oh, nice. That you can pick up there. They're six bucks. They're about a pound and a half. And uh, you it's won't, a baby. You won't eat for the it's rest of the day. It really is a lot of food. Tasty. But, you know, that's, that's how you can support me so I can continue to vaguely entertain you. <laughs> Unless we're talking about Star Wars. I guess I'm on fire when Star Wars no, you is are. the topic. No, you are the, so, so, you, are the a, you are the seer. You are the you are the prophet when it comes but to you Star know, Wars. Seriously, for the last six years, thank you so much for your support and I need more of it. <laughs> <laughs> well can I add I, so I don't want your, your voice, right? I implore you, please. And I'm gonna do it. Lee, yeah. I'm gonna come in this week, I'm gonna buy something. You can buy a breakfast burrito. I'll I'll I'll, I'll buy it. He'll feed it to you, actually. Will you feed yeah. it to me? Slowly. <laughs> I'll even pre-chew it for Just, you. Yeah. Oh, he'll feed you like You're going to feed me bird. like a baby bird? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, but <laughs> seriously, people, come 30, on. $30 a month. You can watch Shannon and I in a live the, feed while well, I feed No, I just want to say this. Like, We do this shit for free. We've been doing it for almost a decade now. Coming up on now. 10 years, yeah. And come on, people. Like, Go 
stop in and buy something from Lee if you live in Utah. Oh, if I have to go back into the workforce, that's going to be super entertaining. <laughs> 50 year old with minimal job skills. <laughs> nothing, I'll hire you, babe. Nothing but sheer hustle. That's yeah. all I got. All I got's hustle. Hey, got Lee, street cred. Lee, I'm going to. I'm making a, I'm making a commitment to you right now. Are you ready? Yeah. And I, you know, you know how much I love commitment. <laughs> um, so I won't be seeing. <laughs> no, I'm making this commitment, and I would like everybody that listens to this show that lives in Utah. Okay. I am committing to stop in, and I'm going to spend at least five bucks in your restaurant. I mean, in your shop. Restaurant went out of business. Yeah, it's a convenience store now. Yeah. Yes. Five bucks a week. You're a dream to come home to. <laughs> no, but see, but but well, that's can, not much of a commitment. It's, it's not. If, I mean, but can, if everybody that listens to the show well, does you, you that, you can buy the the jerky online. So mm-hmm. you really no. Can. I'm gonna stop in. Yeah. I'm gonna stop in. It's on my oh, way home. Oh, if you stop in, that means I can keep Allison employed. Yep. Allison. Oh. Will <laughs> like that. Do not hurt Allison. Oh, no. you mean <laughs> you mean the employment status of the adorable Allison is is, is in is in danger. It could be, yes. I'm going to spend 10 bucks. Okay. 10 bucks a week. I'm keeping there her. There we go. That $10 is keeping That's her. That's beautiful. It's going to no. keep her but hair no, I'm bright saying, and her spirit no, I'm, good. I'm not fucking around here. Everybody do that. So far. If oh, you live I, in Utah. You know what? I get you know? it. It's rough times right now. Oh, it is. It really is rough times. I mean, people in Hawaii right now are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> my friend, right? my friend my Eric. Family. So I get that. I get that. You're <laughs> thinking, oh, shit, we just got a, a an incoming missile alert. I'm not thinking about Lee right now, but actually... Think about me, <laughs> then then run and duck and cover. Will you make a Will you make me a special Zoloft glazed version of your jerky just so I can that get to work every day dope. on time? Yeah, I want that too. Yeah, we'll do it under the table. It Doesn't actually, need to be... if, you, if you eat the uh, the teriyaki sriracha, yeah. it'll actually light up all the endorphin centers. It'll do the same job as Zoloft. I'm ready. What did you say? And it's gluten free. Wait, wait, well, and I bought it twice already. Teriyaki sriracha. It's sriracha. Yeah. Little, the, little, little, little tiny. Well, you said sh- you said sriracha, like sriracha. It's like sriracha. Like Sri Lanka. Jay, Jay, what you just heard was my accent. <laughs> Please, what accent is don't, that? Don't make it's fun his, of his accent. It's his vegan accent. Don't make fun of his vegan accent. Jay, I grew up thirty-five miles away from you. We have a similar accent, <laughs> right? But I'm just no. We, the thing is, I just didn't know if I was saying I. I'm. Lee, you're smarter than I am no, on a lot of things. No. So I thought I'd just been saying no. it wrong for a long no, fucking ha- time. You, you have been. There is that extra R in there. I'm serious. Go look it up. See, well, it's I mean, Sri Racha. Y'all know things. Y'all know me. I say things differently than no. a lot of people. Yeah, say them better. Actually, yeah. the upside down, the face down, ass up. That's what I. M R E I U D. Oh, I love it. The Sri Racha. Now, I like how you don't pronounce the S in Star Wars. Towel. 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 <laughs> I love the towel. Oh, I love the towel. We're only 11 minutes in and my eyes twitching. I know, right? Uh, oh, we have me. more people here on the Jimmy, show. That Jimmy and uh, Jimmy and Tony couldn't be here, uh, and, and they're probably thankful right now. Did you see the picture Tony sent me? No. Oh, the thing. The running mech? Yeah. Oh, oh I thought it was going to be a strip club. Oh, no. I, I will show Tony. you. I will show you. It's Tony. Tony's Wherever the fuck Tony's at. It's a CES. <laughs> okay. So Tony found. In Vegas? Uh-huh. Oh, jealous. There's yeah. a running mech. It's got nine legs, and somebody sits in a cockpit in the middle, and it fucking runs. Do they play that So Happy Together uh-huh. song while it runs around? I don't know. <laughs> but, but Tony has this look like, I'm so happy. I want to take it. Yeah. yeah. God damn. But uh, since they are not here, we brought in. Our returning champions. Ding, ding. What's up, what's up? Kiki, did you say you're at Westminster? I went to Westminster. Oh, I got my what? master's last Oh, okay. Year. Oh, you did? 
Masters in what? Thank you. Community leadership. <sighs> Looking at social change with arts and cultural organizations. Oh my god. That's my girl. Damn. That, you. that is some potent shit there. That is. It yeah. was it was it was hard. It was like going to war. <laughs> <laughs> Every single day. Yeah. <laughs> but it's over. So. What's up guys? Kiki Fury here. Light a fire they can't put out. That's my motto for the new year. And, Damn. And where, where where can we find uh, your stuff? Uh, I am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, cosplayer, play a couple of games of just your nerdy girl next door. Uh, things that I got going on is some new cosplay projects. Um, really into My Hero Academia. Shannon, get your ass up and watch that anime. <laughs> I'll watch so it. So good. It's about teachers, right? It's about like superheroes that like, but like a school and 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 teachers and Shannon, students. And it's, what the fuck? Is, Jesus is it, Christ! It's I'm, amazing. Okay. You compared to One Punch Man, what's the humor level at? Uh, really? My hero is better than One Punch Man. For me. One Punch Man. Where has do been I find it at? On the fucking it's on Funimation. Yeah. Funimation. Yeah. Is that on and it. it's on Hulu too. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll do it. I yeah. told you. Yes. Monday. Right. I'll if do you it. don't have Hulu, I have a Hulu login. I'll yes. just give you. I got it. So, so yeah. look for... New uh, prod, yeah, new projects, cosplay projects. Find me Facebook, Twitter. Kiki Furia. Kiki Furia, F-U-R-I-A. I'm also writing graphic novel. Yep. What? Yes. Yep. Good for you. And I've already committed some art to it. Yes, nice. Lee has. I have yep. an artist in St. Louis. Nice. David, shout out to you. He's hooking me up too. It's uh. going to be fun stuff. Kari has a Hulu account that we can use. Yes, that's me. Hello. <laughs> I actually have been informed that I've been saying all my social media wrong. So there's some <laughs> poor woman, and she's from Salt Lake, uh, who uses the Instagram and Twitter handle Peachy Kari. Mine's Peachiest Kari. Ooh, the Peachiest Kari. You threw some shade out yeah, of that one. Okay, but she's like a mommy blogger, and she's like, why are all these fucking nerds following me now? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I cannot, I, I just want to publicly apologize to Peachy Kari. I'm Say Peachiest it right. Kari. Say it right. My Twitch TV is Peachy Kari, but my Twitter and my Instagram are Peachiest uh, Kari. She okay. said, why yeah. are all these fudging nerds following oh, me? Why, oh, yeah, that's right. right. Why are all yeah. these heck nerdy darn nerds? Poop. These heck darn nerds following <laughs> me. She was like, so. just us, Rosa Shard, get off the entertainment center. Mommy's trying to blog. <laughs> it's, she, makes, uh, she makes custom bonnets. So that's <laughs> definitely people. People would follow her and be like, "Wow, she is so much more wholesome than she is on the Geek Show." What a great. lovely blonde middle-aged woman who doesn't drink or smoke and goes to church every Sunday. So that's not me. That that's is not hilarious. me. Oh, that's awesome. I bet you she's got a clogging trophy in her case. I'm so should, sorry. You should start making like. Really not wholesome bonnets. <laughs> I know. I really. I should just start making bonnets with like, um, like, man. like a bonnet for a, a baby that just says "titty sucker." On oh it. my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> But oh, and make, it's embroidered. Make sure you embroider it with really classy as fuck letters. Yeah. Oh, see, I always wanted like a like a baby bonnet that just says Yeezy taught me on the back of it. It's yeah. horrifying. Yeezy taught Yeezy me. That's taught one of the. Me. Oh, I, I always wanted a onesie that just said Ultimate STD. On it. <laughs> oh my god! Because my, right. my my daughters decided that yeah. that babies really are the ultimate STD. Well, I'm gonna make bonnets to raise funds for your daughter's college. So, oh my god! I mean, clearly, go. make a bonnet that says. There's probably shit in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is horrifying. What have we done? Oh, I apologize, I would, I'd say, I'd say take the probably out of that one. There <laughs> is shit in my there pants. There's <laughs> definitely shit in my pants. Well, I'll tell you who doesn't have shit in his pants right What's now. Who? Our host, Carrie yeah. Jackson. Oh, hey. well, that's refreshing. You know, I, uh, <laughs> when, when yeah, because I'm sitting right here? next to you. <laughs> I think he might have a little shit in his pants. It might be a little. Because I'm on a mission. I'm not going to lie. What's your mission? I'm going to fall asleep by uh, 5 o'clock today. You're going to? Yeah. Good for you. I it's bet I'll beat you. Between. I'm going to win it. I'm pulling a full winner today. Go, because we have our champion. 
<laughs> there is so much less ammunition in front of Jay right now than there was last time. I, I don't know. Is, is that was, a protein shake, sweetheart? No, this is just water. <laughs> just, just good old yeah. you know, water. I looked, over, I looked uh, over at Jay halfway through it? the second show last recording session. And there was uh, there was like seven or eight beers empty in front of him, and then an empty bottle of Crown Royal, and I'm like, Jason. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, "You're a funny kangaroo," and he fell asleep. Oh <laughs> my hey, god! Hey, I just smelled the water. I'm gonna and pull it a Jeff Sessions like and say, "I do not recall." Yeah. <laughs> Carrie, where can we where, where can we fucks with you? Oh, uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten, x96.com. Yeah. yeah, you can watch watch me on the TV there. It, it has it, it the, the the television channel when we're on. It has all the excitement of watching three grown people sit at a table and talk, <laughs> and it's fascinating. Well, how does that that's square up to right six now. grown people sitting at a table talking? It's just it's as twice exciting. as much. Yes. Uh, well, no, excitable. James says our YouTube channel is uh, is really <laughs> happening. So uh, way to go. So subscribe. All right. We love excitable. Should I uh, start with a letter? Oh yes, really quick. Hmm? I got to give a super quick shout out to all the folks at Geek Show Fit that are kicking ass, taking names. In I should probably just join that. I'm already doing the thing. You should. Yeah. You're doing the thing. It's, so it's on Facebook, right? Everybody that, yeah, we've been doing this for like three years, and I've been neglecting it because coming from a broken home myself, I find that I just like to pay attention to my children for a few of the minutes and then walk away for a year. <laughs> so, but ultimately, everybody's just doing a great job over there. So uh, if, you wanna, if you want a little encouragement, a little pick-me-up, a little boost to the mm-hmm. little boast to the tickle-me ego, then just uh, hop on Geek It's Show a fit. good time. Well, then might I suggest that to Heidi, whose letter I'm about to read, yes, she should join. Because she it's should. not just physical fitness. No, it's, it's, it's fitness. It's, it's mental. It's wellness. Mental fitness. Well, it's yeah, wellness. exactly. Uh, when you need a boost. Uh, let's see. Uh, my dearest Carrie and the Geek Show panelists. This letter comes to you after many sips of dark alcohol alongside Carrie in the fireside chat. I didn't listen to it this year because I cry enough. It was it was 150% less maudlin. It was. Okay. It yeah. was. It was actually kind of inspirational. I worked on it. You know, instead of just winging it, I worked on it. There was time. a really strong up with women message. Too. There was. Yeah, there was. Uh, I intend to write you a thank you letter, although I may diverge along the way. I want to extend my deepest thanks. I'm a 30-year-old woman. And 2017 brought about the biggest change I have ever known. Without you, the geek show, and the geek community I have come to know and love, I'm not entirely sure I would have had the courage to do what I did in 2017. The 2016 election changed me. I think it changed a lot of people, but as a woman, my entire worldview seemed to shift. And that's in large part thanks to the words I squeezed into my head while listening to the geek show. I finally became the woman I was meant to be. I stopped needing the approval of men, or anyone for that matter. I started to truly love myself, love who I have always been, but been stifling to conform to society or stifling for the approval of those around me. Wow. I finally become an unapologetic geek who squeals and screams when she loves something, who quotes or makes references even when no one will get it. I'm no longer afraid of the gatekeepers and not trying to impress anyone with my geek knowledge either. I'm just living, I'm just enjoying, I'm just experiencing and loving. I found the courage to leave my husband this year. Oh, that's a great feeling. I've done that. I left her husband once, too. (laughs) I found the courage to know that I needed freedom. I have uh, been through years of verbal, emotional, and physical abuse with him. I've cycled through abusive relationships, and I finally found the courage, the self-love, to make it stop. I will never let a man make me feel hopeless, helpless, or afraid ever again. And this is the results of months and years of working on my self-love of which you, the Geek Show panelists, deserve credit, if nothing else. And, and I, I appreciate that, but no, no. it's all you. It was all you. 
I like to think I'm channeling Diana Prince, and God damn it, I'll love every minute of it. But I'm also just being me, the me I was meant to be, the me I've spent my entire life trying to change or apologize for. Your words, your views, your weekly encouragements have been a huge contributor in this. I love each and every one of you and feel like I'm sitting with friends each week as I plug you into my ears. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for every word. May 2018 bring us even further. Heidi, P.S., I am totally inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> Big things in 2018. Right. right. No, I think oh, I... Uh, Swallowing. That is like... Might be the best letter we've ever... It's a damn good gotten. one. It's a damn good one. We, it's up there. It's up there. It's up there. You know, the, I feel like we got to, again, a round of applause. No, that's... Oh, like, that's for going, I, you know, in the immortal words up. of Dr. Paul White, you know, it's, yes. be, it's be better 2018. Be better 2018. And yeah. so it's like, you know, the world's on fire. Everything's shit. So really, the only thing we can do is make things better. And I think Heidi, Heidi's like a shining beacon of that, mm-hmm. is that you're, you're going to have to make your own happy here. Mm-hmm. And... You know, as far as leaving a husband's concerned, sometimes that's toxic. Sometimes that's a giant fucking anchor that's going to drag you down to the bottom yeah. of, the, of the sea of sorrows, right? Yeah, don't don't let the societal stigmas about divorce. No. Some of the happiest people in the world. I'm yeah. a divorcee. Yeah. 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 I got married at 22, got yeah. divorced at 25. Yeah. I had a starter <laughs> marriage as well. Yeah. I, I, I have, I have the, the odd dichotomy of 25 years of marriage and a divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, you don't, you don't need another person. You need you and a healthy relationship right. with you. Mm-hmm. And then you can move forward, and whether that means you're single or you're with somebody doesn't yeah. matter because that's not going to define you. Your own fierce warrior spirit is what's going to define you. Mm, so, absolutely. Heidi, my hat's off to you. Exactly. You sound like you've made some huge, yeah. huge healing changes in your life. So, uh, this is going to sound uh, totally crazy. Most of my shit's going to sound totally crazy. This <laughs> Excellent. I welcome it. <laughs> um, so, I'm doing a read aloud at the SEV. And it's a book called The One and Only Ivan, and it's based on a, a, a true story mm-hmm. about a gorilla that lives in a shitty, like, strip mall zoo. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling us about it. Oh my yeah. God, and, and it's about it's, me. <laughs> and it is the <laughs> most sad book. But the gorilla tells it in such a, it, and the gorilla is the narrator, Ivan. And he tells it in such this hopeful way. But while you're reading it, you're like, this fucking gorilla's life sucks, right? Uh And the line that struck me, and it made me cry as I was reading this book aloud to my my, my wards. (laughs) (laughs) Your youthful wards. um, Your Jedi babies. So there's this part in the book. There's this part in the book. Where there's a little kid and he's got his hands against his, the, the plexiglass confines of this gorilla's, um, he calls it his domain. Oh my God, it is about me. And, oh my God. And, and <laughs> this kid is, tears are streaming down the, the kid's face. And he says, that must be the loneliest gorilla in the world. And then the gorilla says, I wish humans understand, understood how gorillas think. No matter what happens to you, you can get used to anything <coughs> if it happens long enough. Oh. And Oof. I was went. I don't know if that, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like uh, the, but, the no, frog I, in the boiling water, though. Yeah. It goes slowly. <laughs> but so, like, this girl is like, I'm fine. I live in this shitty little thing with a, I, I, you know, I don't know any of the gorillas. I've got a, a, a TV that barely works, and I've got a, 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 a kiddie pool full of dirty water. And I've got a stuffed animal and a ball. 
the, they took away the bat because I broke a little hole in my enclosure. <laughs> but everything's fine. And I'm like, what a metaphor for yeah. like for life. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, you know what? I just want to say congratulations, Heidi. I'm glad you broke out of your fucking shitty little yeah. domain. You know? This, this is, I'm just happy for her. Like, for real. Yeah. Um, I just kind of wanted to piggyback up. Just I'm collecting everything that everyone's saying, and it sounds like I, I, I had the privilege and honor to see Dr. Cornell West at Weber State last night. And if you guys don't know who he is, he's a, he's fucking a, read up. He he's wrote uh, Race Matters, uh, Democracy Matters. Um, dynamic speaker. Just an incredible. Read, read, read him with your James Baldwin and yeah, figure yeah. some shit out about it, the world. Well, and he shows up on Bill Maher all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. He gave probably the most riveting pep talk I've ever heard. Um, ever. I mean, it, it was... We're... We're we're so we're 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 talking. I'm, I'm paraphrasing the best I can, but there's I'll just you know we always talk about staying woke. Nah, he's like don't do that. Stay fortified because that. And he's like he's like you stay woke too long, you get insomnia. And so <laughs> and, and, and he says you know and we 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 um when you're talking about the the gorilla, Ivan. Yeah, Ivan. We we get to this point where we start to normalize, uh, and we get so used to. Anger and and uh, accepting just bullshit and and just the, the he's like no expect expect better stop being smart be wise it, it was like it was it was just crazy and I'm I'm like I I'm still they live streamed it watch it listen to this on MP3 or, or something just please find this clip and I'll try to post it on my on my respective social media people need to listen to this speech and uh, it, it's because it, it's Heidi, when I written, I listened to your letter. I'm like, yeah, you might have been in that audience last night. Because if it, it, anybody that was there, you you was like, okay, I feel different. Something something about me is different. Yeah. And I mean, he, that man broke down the difference. He was saying, you know, uh, we we need more substance, you know, in just in 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 people, you know, like we we have songs out. Destiny's Child, say my name, say my name, but we need to take the Curtis Mayfield approach, or uh, Otis Redding approach, say try a little tenderness, you know. And he's mm. like, he, he was talking about how people want, people need the thick, not the thin. Like they need that thick shit that will sustain them, you know. Like yep. it's a, he says, yeah. Millie Vanilli is the, was the thin, you know. Millie Vanilli won two Grammys. Curtis Mayfield <laughs> never won a Grammy in his fucking life, right. and it was just. But I'm, I'm, and I'm like, I'm paraphrasing the best I can, but it. Like There's when so I read, much density there, to it. Right. Like literally, it was like, it was, if this was a, this was like, listening to the Black Thought ten minute freestyle, but with just speech, mm. like it was just this motivational speech and just. It's about the, sustaining yourself. Yeah. It's about yeah. staying alive. Yeah. yeah, you can be mad and you can be angry and you can be outraged for a very long time, but if you don't sustain, there's nobody going to be left. There's nobody. There's nobody's. Nobody's going to be left for the fight. Yeah. Kiki, what I think is beautiful about Heidi's letter and what I identify with and connect with is nothing is more beautiful than your own self awakening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To see that, like you know what, no, I am stronger yeah. than this. I am not going to put up with this shit. And like I said, my model for 2018, light a fire they can't put out. Light a fire mm. in yourself that no one can put out. Mm. And you keep moving forward. Damn. So Girl. The, the spark. You're, you're a furious. The spark. Kiki the furious. Spark. Just remember, at all times, when you're looking to light things on fire, <laughs> tires cannot be put out. <laughs> <laughs> tires forever burn. Tires. Is that burn. for real? 
Yeah, well, yeah. That's the town of Springfield. Well, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> you. Well, I mean, no, what do you think hobo fires are made of? When, da- when David Lynch shot Dune, they needed thick black smoke, and so they went to a, a junkyard in Mexico City, and it was at the end when they shot a car coming and attacking the Atreides yeah. encampment. And there's thick black smoke everywhere. But what you don't know is that like almost everybody on the cast had to be treated for respiratory infections oh, because right. the, the black <laughs> burning smoke, and subsequently, the fire didn't go out. For a long, long time. <laughs> You're right, Lee. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really think this one through, Lee. <laughs> I had to teleport into space and vomit creamed corn. <laughs> um, we'll go to break here in a minute, but uh, this is, uh, you know, looking at the new year and, and where we're at on the planet. Um, I have some statistics here that I, yeah. I just find fascinating. Because if you'd have told me... Ten years ago, when we started this podcast, because I always do the if you'd told twelve-year-old Carrie that, oh, yeah. this, that this shit would be happening, I'd say, "Fuck you, you're lying." <laughs> uh, How dare you play with me liar. like that? You're a fucking liar. Um, but even ten you years said ago, fuck at twelve. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was the most exciting thing you could do at twelve. Uh, Only oh, no. thing I had. Oh no. Back in the day, obviously. Oh, you what? Kids are doing way more exciting things <laughs> even before the age of 12. Obviously, now. you didn't have engine degreaser in your house when you were 12. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Uh, but uh, if you'd have told me 10 years ago that this would happen, I'd say no way. But uh, but take a look at this. We got that new uh, Black Panther 90-second uh, 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 spot. Yeah. And it has it's, – it's just amazing, first of all. opens on uh, February 16th. And it broke pre-sale records. For the first 24 hours. That's fantastic. Uh, this is amazing. Fandango reporting that it is the best-selling Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of pre-sales for its first 24 hours. It beat Civil War. Great. It, it And that was the, the current champion. Uh, the movie uh, viewing figures for the first trailer last summer. It outstripped uh, Civil War. This is for trailer views. It outstripped The Force Awakens and Rogue One. Good. I'm not surprised at all. We're talking about this movie was made for a culture that uh, buys Air Jordan six months in advance. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Well, like, it's just facts. The I, truth I saw, of it is. is it's that, just truth. We're the highest. Yeah. Black folks are the highest spending. They, they like to spend shit. Well, we look, we look to black culture to set all of our trends, all of them. Literally, like we just like we take your trends and then we don't pay you for them. So, I mean, uh, it's so not a wonder that I, I do have one Black Panther has sold I, out this incredible... I mean, people... Y'all hiring? I, yeah, I saw, y'all hiring? I saw something, I saw something on... Uh, that Jay posted a few days ago uh, about uh, there was a, an all-black screening. Well, it's not... It's, uh, let me... Um, let me, let me ref- I did a good thing there. Let me Please. rephrase you. It's... It's... Uh, it's, it's a, like, I won't say all black. It's just like... Okay, but it's, regardless. It's, it's predominantly regardless, for the yeah, I saw yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. I saw some really stunningly ignorant posts. Oh, I know. Uh, in response, like, oh, and you say that white people are the racist. <laughs> I just want to say, if you have a problem with the predominantly or all black screening of Black Panther... Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Come talk, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Come talk to me in person. I will gladly help you get your teeth knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just tell them to read a fucking book. Does this affect you in any way, shape, or form? And this no. goes back to what you guys said in your other episode. Again, like representation is huge. Mm. It is like, huge. This is a mm. big, big moment oh, for that, black people yeah. in a way. Like, and, I mean, come on. Like, you know, you know what phrase needs to be erased from all conversation ever? Mm. Fucking reverse racism. No such uh, thing. I never again. want to hear no that. No such thing. Ever fucking again. No such fucking thing. Ever. 
Because it's, it, 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 it's not a thing. You deal with three or 400 years of segregation and yeah. prejudice and lack of opportunity. And, I mean, you look just at the GI Bill after World War II, yeah. where, where yeah. Uh, anybody who wasn't white was completely exempted from the GI Bill. So what you have is the foundation of, of enterprise or prosperity in the United States is property. So the GI Bill allowed white soldiers to come home from World War II and get property. They were able to buy property because they had money that allowed them to go to college. And then they had money after going to college to get a better job. So they were able to get a house. And with that house, they were able to then lend that posterity to their children later. Their children then owned the equity of that home and passed that on to their children. That was completely exempted from Latin American people or African American people. And that's, that's foundational. That's 60, 70 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so we look at 70 years, not even talking about the 350 years prior to that, but just the last 70 years, mm-hmm. we completely stripped away posterity for, for uh, an, an entire uh, non-white population of this country. And you wonder why people are pissed. Well, yeah. and, and uh, just, <clears throat> uh, we'll go to break here in a moment. But, uh, you, you we're like being so political. You can't, I know, I know. You can't well, I got a ton of geek stuff coming. Right, and it'll come up, people. Yeah. But, yeah, but this, We had to get the political, is, motivational we're, we're stuff in, out first. We're living odd times. Yes. And I, like, I need to fucking get this shit out of my yes. head. Right. You, if I die tomorrow, I've got oh. a house worth $250,000 is going to my kids. If a friend of mine who's renting dies tomorrow, it's me. He's got some comic books. <laughs> I got some comic books. Yeah. I brought I brought Scott the Disposable Assassin. This Make is sure worth, you take uh, it home yeah. so you can pass it on to and your... Yo, it's worth uh, $29.99 USD. <laughs> if I well, it's kind of banged up. <laughs> if I die tomorrow... Um, the whole shebanged up? <laughs> I got a bunch of internet history I'll need to delete. <laughs> I got you. No, we already have that deal, Jay. Don't worry. I got you. Uh, but just real quick before we go to break, and, and any of you who are ignorant enough... To agree with Orange Forty Five that yeah Haiti is a shithole, why don't you Fuck. read don't why don't you read a little fucking history about what France and the United States yep. have consistently done to that country mm-hmm. since it began? All well, right, and the fact that that place still fucking exists yes. after all the the, the, the resiliency the, the, well, of Haitian people of the, the Haitian the, people right. is, in, is first amazing. of all mm-hmm. yeah the political bullshit that's happened to them. Second of all, um, and you know uh, from my ex wife I. I know. I oh have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have met and interacted with <laughs> and fallen in love with many Haitians. Yes, they're fucking. That country has been oh, basically yeah. erased. I'm, I'm serious. Like six or seven times by natural disasters. If, if you don't want to read a history book, there was an article in this weekend's Washington Post mm-hmm. that says if you if you agree with the president, you're an idiot about Haiti. Look it up. It it explains the history succinctly. And just right there, if you don't want to read a history book, it'll take you three minutes. And you can learn an awful fucking lot and not be ignorant. And, and, no, I, and I will say, every, they don't all have AIDS. No. no. That's a lie. I, I will say, every Haitian I've ever met have been the most amazing and kind mm-hmm. and hardest working people mm-hmm. I have ever met in my fucking life. And when I heard that fucking line this week, like, I've never been to Haiti. I almost, I almost went to Haiti for my honeymoon. Mm. And I was scared <laughs> because some, I'll say it right now, okay? Let's just say it. I'll say it right now. Some fucked up shit happens in Haiti. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you had a Haitian dude in your yard once. I went to I was a talking about natural disasters. Yeah. yeah. He had just been to a haunted house in Utah, and he was laughing. He was like, "Oh, you think that's? Oh, scary? you think this is not? <laughs> this Haiti, is not scary. In Haiti, the dead walk the streets. <laughs> oh no, that was my that was my uh, ex uh, father in law. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, and he, and he he would often say, "I have seen the dead walk the streets of Carrefour. Yeah. Mm. Holy but shit. um, <laughs> but 
just to dismiss. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway. All right. Fuck well, we, him. We weren't political. Let's talk by the about way. fun stuff. That wasn't when we politics. Get I got I got a ton of geek stuff. I'm excited about that. We'll go right through it. After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. back and much lighter. I'm still awake. <laughs> hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons. I gotta slice the almonds. All that packaging and ice packs that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's this month, January 2018. Fan favorite Teen Titan Raven returns in a 12-issue miniseries, Raven, Daughter of Darkness. Written by her creator, Marv Wolfman. He is a legend. Raven teams up with supernatural heroes from across the DC universe as she struggles against mystical forces and teenage life. Uh, oh, this is very exciting. The uh, thrilling last issue, yes, last issue of Invincible is here in The End of All Things. Exciting superhero action by The Walking Dead's Robert Kirkman and Utah's own Ryan Otley. Some great artwork in that. This is one I've been looking forward to, Old Man Hawkeye. It is a prequel series to the critically, uh, critically acclaimed Old Man Logan. The superheroes have fallen. The country has been divided into territories controlled by supervillains. Sounds familiar. Among the wasteland lives Clint Barton, the last Avenger. Can Hawkeye bring justice to his lawless wasteland? Bound to be good. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Geek Show Podcast is brought to you in part by the Booze Teak. Mmm, yeah. Geeky drinking accessories like Death Star ice molds, Chewbacca can cozies, flasks featuring Doctor Who, Captain America, and Dadass, Battlestar Galactica coasters, shot glasses featuring Star Trek and Doctor Who, shotskis, corkscrews, wine bags, gifts, and more. And if you tell them Geek Show says hey, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak is located at 315 East Broadway in downtown Salt Lake City, or look at them online at boozeteakslc.com. Geek Show loves Booze Teak. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Ugh. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Rico or Kyocera. That should mean something to you, especially if you're looking for a copier or printer, because they're considered the highest quality printers and copiers. 
And Valley Office Systems can put Rico or Kyocera in your office for a lot less than you probably thought. Plus, the service to back them up. Set up your free consultation at valleyofficesystems.com and find out what it's like to have the best. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about My Workout Buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, My Workout Buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work Workout Buddy SLC or email me myworkoutbuddyslc at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, My Workout Buddy SLC. <laughs> and we're back. Hey. Okay. Oh, oh shit, Carrie. Did yes. You? Did you see the new discovery? Yes. Oh. It's it's mirror universe. It's not. It's not mirror universe. It is a mirror universe. It's not oh, the same one. okay, all right. It yeah, is the mirror right. universe, the Discovery's universe, but it is not the same mirror. I'm universe. wearing my mirror verse shirt today. Nice. <laughs> so the uh, the Discovery mirror universe has a different uh, Terran Empire symbol. It's it's slightly different. I it's, saw it was different, but I thought maybe they just decided to change logos. No, because right? the Terran you know. universe symbol from Enterprise is almost the same as the Terran universe symbol from the original series. Hmm, so okay. I, I think they're going to be doing some. Uh, some shit. Mm, I, was, I wasn't putting that much thought into it. I'm going to keep it cryptic. I got to catch up on Is it going to be show. like a lost ship sort of deal? Well, considering they've been fucking with some weird shit, like, okay, somehow they're they're not doing warp travel so much as they're doing mushroom spore travel. Spore drive. Spore yeah, drive. Yeah, spore drive. Yeah, so they're, they're, huh? 
and six foot tall water bears. We got too nerdy shit. for our own nerds. Yeah. Let's uh, let's kick it back. No, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Shit. Uh, before before we get to uh, to the the pile of news that I have here, our old friend Punk. Punk. Yeah. Uh, he Punky wants, buddy. He wants uh, your pictures. If you took a picture with him at Comic Con, yeah, I did. Uh, he because he says uh, at the last Comic Con I took pictures with Jay. I got him on my phone took right some now. Pictures I, with me. I can't find them. I got him on my phone right now. Uh, send, send them to him if you would. Hold uh, up, cuz he's he's got a Facebook page, uh, David Olson. So yeah. if if anybody listening took a picture with him, send it to him. I got you, fam. Another right. example of an amazing human being who's yes. been dealt the shittiest hand yep. of cards yep. ever. I just feel and bad. Still that, kicking. That and he still, was my... and still awesome. I yep. feel bad that he was my self my self appointed rival for like <laughs> ten years. <laughs> now I feel bad because he's like one of the greatest people I've ever known. All right, uh, geek news. Here we go. Um, this will end with a bad news story, Ugh. but a Man. prediction that I made, and I'm feeling pretty goddamn smart about Stanley's philandering. <laughs> well, I could get to that if you okay. like, but uh, please don't. <laughs> right? My heart is breaking. Yeah, me well, too. it's Stan. I mean, come on. I already we knew kind about of expected that. him to be a shitty dirtbag. I bag. too would be grabbing nurses' asses in a nursing home. I'm sorry, everyone. If I don't want to disappoint you in advance. <laughs> I just I, I want to make this confession while I'm 29, so that none of you are surprised when I'm I a 70 year old lady grabbing the asses of my cute <laughs> nurses. I guarantee a 95 year old Kari is going to be a nurse ass grabber. I will, and because yeah. I'm a, I'm an ass man. I like the ladies yeah. with the booties. So <laughs> listen, they came to me and they That's said. They said, Stan, how about if we get you some male nurses? And you know what I said? Fuck you. Stan. Because I'm Stan fucking Lee. That's who I am. He grabbed me on his way in. Can you believe that? <laughs> I just love that, that Stan based Galactus off of his love of ass. Oh, I know. Wait, wait. Can you believe wait, that? Wait, wait, what? No, seriously. Because no, Stan shut Lee's. Up. Oh, no, shut up. He's going. He's going again. Stan, Stan Lee. Is he fucking with me? I think he's fucking Stan with Lee's us. Stan Lee's the devourer. Because, <laughs> you know, he is fucking with us. Galactus, Galactus is the devourer of worlds, right? Well, right. Stan in the 60s was the shut devourer up. of asses. Oh. <laughs> right. Wait, wait. Right. Wait, Stan, Stan, Stan Lee looked like he would devour well, Don't even get me started yeah, on what like groceries. Eat, eat ass. Mm-hmm. Don't right. even get me started on the herald he would send to probe those asses first. <laughs> oh my You're God. fucking with so me. That's like his wingman. Oh, no, he had, a, he had, a, he had something he called his silver surfer. Oh my God. Good. I'm uh, putting in. God. I'm putting in my notes. Uh, Galactus secret origins. <laughs> but then, but then the best part is top but secret. The best part is in the '70s when Stan, Stan Stan was getting all kinds of ass. He was like, "Well, the Silver Surfer is actually broken now, so I'm going to upgrade to something kind of hotter." And he had this chick called Nova, Nova. come in and probe those asses right. for him first. Oh wow! This yeah. all makes You're the pieces fall into me. place. Jay, I am not fucking with you. This, this is, say is Sriracha. What? Say Sriracha. Sriracha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. God is my witness. That big old fucking fairy tale creature doesn't exist. <laughs> Whoa! Stan was the eater of worlds and asses. Eater of worlds and asses. Yep. Of the world's asses. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Stan I, was like, just, just, just park, stop. just park that oh big old god. booty right here, Toss baby. Hey, you guys. Like his hey. Name Romaine. Oh my god. You guys, let's let yeah. Kerry do a show. I mean, seriously, they called him <laughs> Caesar because like he tossed salad there. so well. <laughs> you wonder why I never shaved my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. They okay. called they called him the um, Roman tickler. I felt it. I felt it on Oh man. Uh the perineum. <laughs> Thank you for using the right term. So they're they're moving some things around. I just, oh, I, I read this with these X-Men movies. They even called Joan the Watcher. Oh boy. Um so Deadpool fans happy 
because they pushed the movie up two weeks yep. from June 1st to May 18th. It, it puts it competing directly against the Slender Man movie. Oh, that's oh, going to be stiff so is, is Fox Boy. trying to get all their movies out before the Marvel agreement? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Uh, it, uh, it will open, um, uh, it has it opening one week before the Han Solo movie. Oh boy! So we get Deadpool and the Han Solo. Get the fuck out! We live in a world. (laughs) I know. Uh, We own this world now. New Mutants has been has been pushed back ten months. That's wow. Uh, I I still don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, Yeah, uh, jumping from uh, April thirteenth to February twenty second. Now remember, Deadpool opened in February and it did just fine. they say the reason for the change is for the studio to avoid having an overlap in X-Men movies in certain overseas markets would where Mutants so and Deadpool long? 2 yeah. would be in the theaters at the same time. I don't see it as a problem because they're very different movies. Right. You yeah. know? Well, and Deadpool's not an X-Men title. I, I exactly. realize where he originated, but Deadpool's mm-hmm. about as X-Men as I am I'm, right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for that new Mutants movie. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about it yet. Well, here's I, the just, thing. I'm still marinating on well, it. Well... It's like, going to be better than what, the Runaways. What it was, uh, <laughs> Sinkovich and Claremont, right? Yep. When they were doing that together, that comic was fucked up oh, yeah. and scary well, it looks and like weird. they're doing the Demon Bear story. Yeah, line. yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's some good shit. Uh, but then, Gambit. <laughs> that movie's never going to be made, Monshari! Which, which, is a, which is a prediction that I have made. Yeah. I fucking hate Gambit. Um, <gasps> Ruby LaBeouf! That's boo thing. That's boo thing. No, I, I got I got a soft spot for Gambit. Man. I, that's boo thing right there. Like, I, I, like Gambit's like the LL Cool J of the X Men universe. No, I, like, I, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because he, he just holler at me like you saying Gambit did good work in toys. Doing it and doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's doing it, doing it, and he could charm me. Like, like for me, like I just kind of. I wanted. I didn't like Cyclops because he was too good. Of well, a nobody group. likes Cyclops. I, I like Cyclops. I didn't, I didn't you like. You do not. I uh, do. He's my favorite X. Emma Frost likes Cyclops. Right. <laughs> Emma Frost is an asshole. But I, I love Emma Frost. And guess what? <laughs> Emma Frost era Cyclops is an asshole too. Yeah. Oh, of course. But when I was twelve, really. Cyclops was my moral compass. I just. I, I didn't like Wolverine because he was too aggressive. I, Beast was too much. <laughs> he was too Wait, aggressive. You guys, Carrie hasn't even told us what's happening with the game. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so glad. Go back to booth. Carrie's here. Par- pardon, mon ami. I'm sitting in Carrie's seat, so naturally I've taken on his. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Cher. Um You haven't you haven't shamefully shook in your head yet. The the release date for Gambit has been changed a lot. Twenty sixty nine, going from February fourteenth, twenty nineteen, to June seventh, twenty nineteen. Because Gore, Ver, Gore Verbinski has left the movie. I'm, what? Th- yeah, this is like their fourth director. Third. Is it what? their third? Yeah. Gore, v- Gore Verbinski. Yui Bull is going to be the next one to pick that <laughs> shitty yeah. garbage pile up. Hey, don't, don't. Gore Verbinski did amazing work on Mouse Hunt. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, here's. And, and the first Pirates movie. Here's how it went this, he's the third uh, because uh, Rupert Wyatt and Doug Lyman have all left this project. Mm-hmm. For one reason or another. Why? What are, yeah. what are the reasons? Do you uh, know? Oh, it's because Gambit sucks. Nobody's saying. Man. Nobody's oh saying. It's because Channing Tatum. Mona me. Take a drink. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they ran out of playing cards. I don't know. Maybe that's how to do it. You t- you, like, like, Look, pick a card, any card. You I'll, pick the wrong card, you leave the movie. Realized <laughs> Gambit's that movie a shitty, that movie's not going to happen. Maybe they realize Gambit's a shitty character. No. All I can say is. Shit. No, he's, he's, not a, he's not a headliner. Three, but he's cool. He's not Gladys Knight. He's a fucking pip. Three excellent, <laughs> th- three excellent directors have looked at this 
and said nah. Nah. So that's the first time I've ever used, heard you use nah in a sentence. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. That's very nah. good. I, I I use it as a sentence sometimes. Yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no, but I use it in a sentence. That's, very that's good. it. I just say to the to the gambit people, just wait until Disney comes and takes right. it from you. Just, yeah. just yeah. wait yeah. and yeah. let it happen. No, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna use some uh, tenacious D terminology. Okay. Fuck this movie. Gently. Let the dream die. <laughs> there's only it's one, never gonna fucking happen. There's only one thing that makes Gambit entertaining, and that's Rogue. So if you yeah. make a Rogue and Gambit movie, mm-hmm. then you have a story. Yeah. I'm okay with or that. if you have okay. a Storm movie. Where Gambit's a side character, mm-hmm. then I get that. Or a but rogue movie where Gambit's a side character. Exactly. She's actually more interesting than he is. But he's he's a supporting character. This it would be true. like making a movie about Dr. McCoy. He's entertaining. He's cool. <laughs> but can he carry a fucking movie? Yeah. yeah. He's really. I guarantee That's 100% you. His, true. You know what would be dope? Uh, his down home homilies are going to get old after a while. <laughs> I would love to see Hank McCoy like narrate like Planet Earth 3. Oh, man. Like, that would be, be incredible. Just replace David Attenborough and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of these, a lot of these characters, they're ensemble. fascinating. They're they're characters from an ensemble cast. They're not headliners. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's a headliner, God knows why, but he's a headliner. Yeah. Deadpool, all these characters that broke out of our of our collective, okay. uh, our collective psyche, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're leading characters. Jubilee so, headliner. Jubilee no. could, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's no. like you know, I just want to trigger you for how, a second. How enthralling would an angel movie be, right? And he's cool. Mm. He, he can, can fly. No, no, no. He's an ensemble character. Just, no, yeah, he's yeah. not. A, he's not basically a, the star of the first X Men movie. So, yeah. but when you really his get power, him, is, no. his power no. is his privilege, and then he also has wings. When you really get into it, if you're going to do a fucking gambit, anything, go ahead and do a half hour TV special, do an anthology show that shows yeah. all the X Men's origins, whatever. But I a movie, it's not going to happen. The only X Men that exists to me are the psychic superpowers. I don't give a shit about anybody else. I was now, like Jean Grey, Emma, and the Stepford Cuckoos, and the Cuckoos, and yeah, the Stepford Cuckoos. That's a show I'd fucking watch. The oh my or, god! Or you get a Legion show, which was fantastic. Which, yeah, I want them to be serial killers. So I want Stepford Cuckoos that are little serial killers. We I just want three sisters not. murdering people. No, they are. There they were five. Are. <laughs> there were five. Now there are. What do you think of the ones on the Gifted right now? Uh, I'm I'm okay with it. I To be honest, any representation matters. It's like when you're starving in the desert and somebody wants to give you a little bit of water, you'll take whatever you can get, and it feels amazing. So I don't have any criticisms right now. Other Stepfords. Yeah, and Gifted. Here's my problem. Like Runaways started off great yeah. Yeah. and then took a shit. And it ran away. It ran oh, away. No and, then, and hold on, hold on. Okay, I, and then Gifted, I, I was really excited because I love me some X-Men's, right? But that whiny ass fucking white family is driving me nuts. I didn't want to see this fucking nuclear family wind their way through the X-Men They're universe. They're not on it as much. Good, I'll watch the show again. Yeah. I will tell you this. The, uh, the part with... Uh, what, Polaris and uh, what's oh boy Sunspot or whatever yeah, it is yeah, the but, one who would be Sunspot yeah he or... would be Sunspot their dynamic is dope okay and I'll tell you right now they, they have this little romantic scene and I was like no because they, no. they you know any any show has its its rough honeymoon period because their powers unless it's not on network just catch up on Gifted truly like the sisterhood that's displayed in Gifted with the cuckoos it's pretty great. good yeah. it's great. acceptable great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's great. In, it's interesting great. Um, great. it is can I talk about Runaways. Uh, sure. If you want, we're, we're on the subject of Marvel's mutants. Sure, because um, this is Hulu, right? Yeah, yeah. that's why I haven't so seen it. I've, okay. Let's just say I they got spent a Hulu their whole budget on Carrie. the first episode. I'm there. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing about Runaways: it's got preacher TV disease. Oh. It does. It does. Uh, can you explain 100%. that to me? Okay. I actually so, didn't tune in for preacher. I love the comic too much to. 
do that to myself. <laughs> if, if Preacher, I'll, I, I'll sum it right, up really so, quick with Preacher. If Preacher had stuck to the first episode and the last episode, it would have faithfully encapsulated the comic. Cool. I, I'm not a stickler for faithfully encapsulating a right, comic, and right. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. So, okay. So here's the thing. Well, neither am I, Carrie. I'm actually yeah. just like you. As long as I get what I want, I, it doesn't I, have to be exactly. So I quite enjoyed Preacher. Carrie, yeah. like, I'm with you. Like, <clears throat> yeah. With Preacher, I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. I had, certain, I had to go away. There's certain like religious level yeah. comics that you can't do that to. I would be okay with it. I just haven't had time. Yeah. Runaways, the original Runaway series uh, by uh, Brian K. Vaughan, I everything that he wrote with those characters, I love. Mm-hmm. Okay, not to the point that I love um, Preacher, but it's got the same problem. So, one, God, man, give him a little bit of money. <laughs> but two, um, it was the same thing. You read Runaways. Yeah. Okay. It's obviously got a bigger budget than, than Iron Fist, right. but maybe by $5. So <laughs> the problem with Runaways for me, they never ran away. No. Didn't they finally get to running away in the last the episode? The very last I episode. I read that somewhere, yeah. The very la- well, yeah, the very last episode. So why do we have to have... So, okay, we're going to buy this property, and it's a show about some kids who find out that their parents are supervillains, and they get scared. And they run away. And they fucking run away. And then they discover, you know, oh, my God, we've got superpowers or whatever. That's what Runaways is, right? Yeah, yeah. The TV show starts. They find out that their parents are supervillains, but they hang out. (laughs) And not only that, the other thing that really bugged me about the show is that they humanized the parents. Mm. The, the, the scary supervillain parents, mm. they made them vulnerable and relatable and blah, 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 right? And it just, and it took. It, they overexplained everything. The parents yeah. are supposed to be the whole impetus for leaving and staying the right. fuck away. So they, but they created this whole other new character, who is the scary one that they're running away from now. Mm-hmm. That the parents are also trapped by. Mm-hmm. So fine, I, I mean, whatever, you know, dramatic choices. The other thing is the <clears throat> one of the coolest thing about Runaways is Old Lace, oh, the, the fucking raptor, mm-hmm. right? Oh, he's coming. Oh, no, oh, no been she's been, been there. Been there. Oh, she's been there. Been yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, but. You see her like five times, and any opportunity they have to fucking knock her out or have her go yeah. away, she's it's gone. because you the know, effect I, and, is and, expensive. Sure, yeah. I understand that, but and and, and Carrie, we kind of like uh, went back and forth about it with preacher. It's like mm-hmm. you don't need to set it up. Mm-hmm. You don't need to set it up because. The first time I grabbed a runaway comic, or the first time I grabbed a preacher comic, I started reading it. Right, and mm-hmm. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah, and I'm not some sort of super genius. I mean, I'm, like I'm an exceptional super genius, but <laughs> I didn't. Are you need a stable it. genius? <laughs> oh no, um, it's not stable. I, 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 I didn't need all this extra setup to get to the actual fucking story, mm-hmm. you know. And that's my problem with now. I watched this one. I will say this. Mm-hmm. The casting. The kids are great. The casting is amazing. Mm-hmm. Kids are great. Um, I, 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 I like seeing James Marsden. I usually hate child actors, too. And the really only problem, and it's not a, a, a race thing, is uh, uh, Molly. Uh, no, I'll famous say, last words. No, no. It's, uh, it's I wish uh, Molly, right? That's the, the super strong one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's correct. I, I wish she was younger. That's the only thing. 
I don't get, you know, like, I wish she was younger because she's supposed to be like a eight year old kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can lift a fucking bus over her. And that's head. the joy of it. That's the yeah. joy of it. A teenager doing that, you're like, well, uh, I had okay. teenage angst but that too. Has, that has more to do with uh, casting laws. She can't, exactly. she has to be over the age of 12 yeah. to be able yeah. to be in the show yeah. that much. But anyway, it's not terrible, but it's not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually hopeful for the second season because mm-hmm. now they're on the run. And I'm like, can they afford the giant frog? Spaceship thing? God, I hope so. No, there are God, times, right? God, there, I fucking hope so. There are times so. when old lace runs by and you're like, oh, well, somebody just ran by with a raptor head on his head. Right? Oh, I know. It's yeah. like... No, it's, <laughs> it's sad because it, it really does. It, it just comes down to budget. And but, you can tell a lot of times... I mean, for one thing, they did shoot it in L.A., which is expensive. Yeah. So how do you get away with shooting in L.A., but you don't have enough money for the... Come and, to Utah, and the whole baby. Thing about, the whole thing about... <laughs> Give me that Disney money. Well, there's not... There's there's a thing. Sky in LA is a brighter cerulean blue than sky yeah. here because of the atmosphere and the and the elevation and the smog and the smog. Well, smog's more here. Um, <laughs> but we talk about budget. I'm sorry, CW's outdoing your budget with Gorilla Grot episodes on the. Yeah. Well, oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. On Hulu itself, it's out. Uh, I'm ab- I absolutely love Future Man, and I actually Future started Man it over again. I started great. over again, and list. the budget on Future Man it's looks insane. like it's. Three times what they spend on Runaway. You're getting so. uh, season two of Future yep. Man. Yeah. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, is, that is happening. Future Man, if you're, like, if you're not watching Future Man, it, it's, it's, it's a throwback and it, it's a satire of every geek movie you've ever seen. That's cool. I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. I haven't even touched I'm, it. It's a lot yeah, of swear even. words. It's dirty. You know how I'm though. sensitive, I'm sensitive yeah. about uh, that. Well, Carrie, if you're watching you watch it, it with your 17 year old kid, I haven't. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to warn you. Last two episodes, a lot of dick. There's a lot of oh, dick in it. No. Yeah, so oh. I'll just that triggers Carrie. Oh, That's really that bad. is Carrie's trigger. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about Doctor Manhattan, Carrie? <laughs> well, I I walked my way through it because I said it was CG. <laughs> you don't that fuck, ain't a real dick. Uh, you don't fuck with <laughs> Life of Brian in in the theater. It it, it ruined my life. You yeah. don't fuck with blue penis. Fucking boner fight. You could <laughs> boner He's fight. Got some destroyed him. Spots. Yeah. It's okay. It's well, all right. Uh, a lot of guys who grew up in the '70s have this issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's dad dick syndrome. Oh. Uh, because oh, it was everywhere. Well, because yeah. every time you, your dad would be like, well, we got to conserve on water, so you're taking a shower with yeah. me. And every time yeah. you turn you're, around. Yep. Dick height yep. as a child. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got yep. a face full yep. of dad dick. Nah, I can respect a, a beautiful dick. I got no problem with that. <laughs> I, I, I got no respect for that. <laughs> you never know You never know where you're going until you know where you're being. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking. Hey, thanks, are, Pops. <laughs> God, poor Carrie. Uh, you know. <laughs> we are talking about a pet. <laughs> We're holding him. I want everyone to know that we're actually holding him hostage. Any messages you get from him, you should probably. <laughs> Carrie is tied to a chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> this water is delicious. It's like, Carrie, when was the last time you saw something with the uh, sexiness appeal of a quadruple amputee manatee? Huh? Oh, that's what the average penis looks like. Yeah. Is yeah. It, you know, manatee with no legs. Oh, my God. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just... I might like them now. I always think they look like <laughs> they're a... They're in danger from propellers. <laughs> I always think they look like a scared and hungry baby bird. I thought they always looked shy, uh, shy, 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 shy halud. The the fucking dunes wor- dune worms. Come oh, on, yeah. people. Oh, <laughs> well, you could have just said sandworm, smarty pants. I'm sorry. I like to think of my penis as like a special exhibit at like the San Diego Zoo. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I got the brochure. Thank you. We, oh, we got the brochure. <laughs> Please do not feed Jay's penis. <laughs> you, you subscribe to the newsletter. We got I the do. newsletter. We got the QR code. We yeah. got the whole thing. I appreciate oh. your. I appreciate your support. Anyway. I got the one thing about when it jumped out and ate that kid. Though. Yeah, yeah, that oh was that was that rough was... when the lady fell in his enclosure. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Well, it was, it was kind of funny well, because there was the one time that a kid fell in the enclosure and Jay's penis was trying to rescue it, but they shot it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, heard, I heard there are activists who are trying to close the exhibit. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. He can't. He can't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we got... Oh, shit. I'm just saying. Oh, Kiki is our quad T Tony. I'm, with I'm, the, swiping, uh, I'm swiping right on that one. I have a special gift for you for that. <laughs> I gotta give present. you a Is she getting a present? Oh, no. I think no. you're the only person to ever get a present no. during an episode. Oh, what is the this? The Lego Darth Vader alarm clock. Oh, oh that's oh, yours now. Oh, that is oh, yours. My God. She quad T Tony'd that there you so go. hard. Let's oh see. Darth God. Vader alarm clock. You'll find your lack of sleep disturbing. <laughs> Well, I'm a Sith, so this works. All right. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We're getting a... Well, I'm not going to say we're getting a Black Widow movie. I will report that a script is being put together. Okay. She's she's a side character, but that's okay. Yeah, she's all right. Why do we get a Black Widow? Okay, and not a Gambit. I'm just... She... A what? I'm like, Black Widow, but not Gambit? I'm but, just... Hey, you know what would be a dope love story? Black Widow and Gambit. No. Okay, I'm okay with that. They I'm could be boring it. together. Yep. They, but, they, but they'd have some dope sex. No, I'd say yeah, it's true. Black Widow and like Agent 13. Well, see, I, dis- I disagree about the Black Widow movie because we're getting one here in a little bit. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence she earned it, though. As, as Red Sparrow. Oh, what? Have you seen the trailers? Yeah, I have. What? Go watch it. Go watch that trailer and you tell me. It's not a Black Widow movie. It's a Black Widow movie. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe a recycled script almost. It's, yeah. Well, I think that what happened was Marvel saw that trailer and went, oh, fuck. Oh, so yeah, we could do know. that. Well, I would have said that after Atomic Blonde, too. It, oh, I loved Atomic if you've Blonde. Read, yeah, Atomic if Blonde read, was way good. I can't remember who wrote it, but Phil Noto did the, the uh, art in the Black uh-huh. Widow comic that had been out a couple years back. Oh, that's great. And it was, it was, it was basically she, she got burned. It was burn notice with Black Widow, yeah. but written better. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> oh, I know you know. Gifted's written by the guy that did Burn Notice. Get the fuck yeah, that's, out of here! Yeah. That's, Burn that's why so many people from Burn Notice are on Gifted. You know, hey. R- Natasha Romanoff has a very good, lush, awesome, like 007 like yeah. backstory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she no, does. She has a lush one, good. but the character herself is really. She's a star. Tro- or, wow! Holy crap! She's a stormtrooper. Like she's a boring, pre-programmed her, assassin. Her story, I think, is better for television. I agree. Because especially after... Um, or Netflix. Well, Agent, yeah. Carter, Agent Carter just showed up on Hulu again. <laughs> and watching the two seasons of Agent Carter and going, holy fuck, this was such a good show. <laughs> and especially after the abomination of Inhumans. Yeah. You go back and go, okay, Agent Carter was fantastic. She's a perfect ingenue. You and can you project see, yourself onto her. Oh, and you see the, you see the roots of, sorry, the, what, of the Black Widow. What, what was that word? Ingenue. What's that mean? It's the female character that's kind of a <laughs> faceless. She, she lets you explore the world through her eyes. How do you spell it? <laughs> I'm like I'm inquisitive as fuck right N-U-E Ingenue I appreciate that She's right A plus Yeah Well done everybody Adult spelling Be at the library once a month I do that I was not trying to like like I just wanted genuinely wanted information. No, I get I get I get shy. Right. I like it when people uh, praise my intellect. Yeah. I, I realize I realize I'm a sucker for 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 television uh-huh. doing these things. But like if you're going to do a, a Winter Soldier on the Run story, I don't want that in a movie. There's so many I want good that on one shots. Series. There's good one no, shots I think that's... and not on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me run let me run through these three stories I real a... quick and then we'll wrap it up. I just want a Black Panther Captain America moment where like they kiss. No, Gently. I mean, well, may, I mean, it, in a Volkswagen. I just, I just want him. I just want him to like teach like him to Dougie or some shit. Like, oh and, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and tie the tie the do rag or something. Like, oh. I don't think Black Panther is the guy to teach that. 
I don't think they do the Dougie and Wakanda. I don't think he's the guy. Get this man a Durag. <laughs> you put the Durag on. I think you might teach him like a chemical you gotta formula. You got to protect your yeah. hair in Wakanda. I get the feeling that yeah. T'Challa's kind of a square. <laughs> don't talk. Don't. No, I, I seriously. Hey. I from hey. what from what the and I'm just talking about the movies. What, what they've portrayed to me, T'Challa is kind of a square. He, he, he's no, a hard he, ass. He does some. He he's does a hard some, ass. He yeah, yeah, but he's a square. But I don't think he'd be teaching anybody the Dougie. I think he, he'd go, "What's that?" To Doug? I don't know what the Dougie is. He's hey, like, uh, you know, he, "I'll give you that." I'll he's like, "What's his face?" That. He's like, uh, "What's his face on the uh, on the good place?" But he has superpowers. Yeah, he may be a square, but he'll still pop the trunk. Oh, absolutely. Squarely kick your ass. He may be a square, but he'll do. I get, I get the feeling that he he and Cap would get along because I don't think he wasted time with pop culture. And yeah. especially in Wakanda, you know, he probably didn't get much. And both of don't them get that spear. Yeah, yes. probably they probably play Uno together. Wizard That's of Oz. dope. Anyway, uh, I, I, I'm probably wrong. We'll see. Are you woke? Um, <laughs> I'm you a woke. Are you woke, Steve Rogers? Woken. Woken. I'm a woke. Woken. Uh, let's see. Uh, now this whole uh, American God situation is just. Uh, I love this show. Not anymore. Yeah. Wait, well, because he no, it's destroyed. It's because Ryan Fuller and Michael Green left, which means the heart of the show's gone. Heart Jillian of the show's Anderson's gone. leaving. Jillian Anderson said she's not going to do oh, it. Oh shit! And we're still up in the air as to whether Christian Chenoweth is going to be back. <sighs> she um, doesn't know. She Wait, doesn't know. Why? Why is everyone leaving? Because, because the showrunners left. Stars started fucking. Why with, did the show start? Stars started fucking with what they wanted from the second season yes. with Ryan Fuller. You do not tell the man behind Pushing Daisies, yeah. Hannibal. Uh, He'll walk away. He, yeah, he has yeah. done it. And, like and the, I did it with Discovery. Show, well, the Discovery, they weren't fucking with him, but he wanted to give more attention to to American Gods. He said, yeah. "This is a show that needs all I've got." And so he walks away from Discovery. Now, <coughs> Discovery's been pretty damn good, but mm-hmm. I keep thinking about Brian Fuller Discovery. I, I can just imagine. Well, that uh, Television Critics Association thing was going on, and uh, the CEO from Stars, this Chris Albrecht, was asked about American Gods. He said that Fuller and Green were not fired, nor did they quit. Huh? I smell some bullshit. There. What? Yeah, they what? So they I... decomposed into <laughs> exactly. gas. Yeah, exactly. they became one with the universe. Like what? <laughs> so like, this, like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> so this, this suit goes on to say that they will be involved as much as they can be. It's a little bit up in the air what their exact role will be. Again, it's a suit. You don't trust suits. <laughs> I will never trust um, a suit. And then they ask about Neil Gaiman. He said. That uh, Gaiman will be t- working in more of a traditional showrunner role. Okay. Well, Gaiman heard about this and got <laughs> on Twitter and said, no, that's not it. It's not the case. He has no experience in television anyway. He says, I'm showrunning Good Omens right now. I'm not going to run two shows at right. the same time. I'll work as close as I can with the new showrunner, like I did with Brian and Michael. But after I get done with this Good Omens TV thing, I'm going to be writing again. So that's not true. Again, you can't trust a suit. Never no, trust a suit. never um, trust a suit. This is, this, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, this is heartbreaking. You brought up yeah. Gaiman, and uh, I need to bring up something that happened uh, this week. Mm. What's up? Speak um, on it. So Gaiman wrote the Sandman series. Yes. Okay. Which is my favorite comic of all time okay. ever. Okay. So the first, the original artist that I know, come on. The original artist that I'm sorry, drew. You, you, you forgot to put quotations around the word. Artist. Artists. Yeah. That uh, drew uh, Sandman lived in Salt Lake. We His know. name is yeah. Um, any any woman alive in the 1980s knew right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no. So anyway, but beyond that, you? Um, he was a, the original the design of Death from the comic book. 
was inspired by a local woman named mm-hmm. uh, Cinnamon. Yes. This uh, goth icon here in Salt Lake. Um, and she passed away. Yeah. She passed away this week at 48 from cancer. And uh, it's kind of sad. So I mm-hmm. just think uh, we should recognize that and maybe I believe raise there a is an event for her. Yes. Well, yeah. we, we mentioned it uh, uh, last uh, week. Was it last? It happened yeah. last week? Uh, yeah, I think the events are over. But if you want to help, if you contact... There's a GoFundMe. There's a, it's, it's, a, it's not a GoFundMe. It's, it's one of the other ones. Yeah. If you contact Ivy at Boost Tea... Mm-hmm. She will be able to direct you. No, Cinnamon had a, a brutal type of cancer yeah. that not only was incredibly expensive to uh, to mm-hmm. treat uh, when it relapsed, um, things got even more expensive. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, then, real quickly here, uh, Walking Dead. Uh, Scott Gimple is no longer the showrunner. He has <laughs> he has been put in charge. He's like the Kevin Feige of the Walking Dead world. He will oversee not only the two TV shows, but games. In the animated Products, series. Yeah, all anything Walking Dead, he will oversee it. He's the Kevin Feige of Walking Dead. Interesting. They've got a new uh, showrunner, is uh, Angela Kang. Uh, she has been with the show since t- 2011. She's written 20 of the episodes. Uh, she uh, will take over as showrunner in season nine. Is she going to figure out how not to kill Carl? It's, it's going to happen. I'm sorry. It's gonna happen. They've been avoiding that for a I long love, time. I love the spinoff series that they're Man, doing. Fuck I like. I like. Yeah, I like it better. Fear well, the Walking no, Dead. No, I'm talking, I have not touched it. I'm thinking of Breakfast at Herschel's Farm. Oh, <laughs> so nice. no, <laughs> I like. I like Tiffany's. I like Fear the Walking Dead way more. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to. I'll have to pick it up. You then. know the last episode of Walking Dead I watched? Which one? When they pulled the fucking dude out of the well on Herschel's farm, mm-hmm. and I said, if they don't fucking leave Herschel's farm, and next week it was like next week on. On Herschel's on, farm. On Herschel's farm with the dead. Like <laughs> fuck this noise. I stopped watching right after Negan. I, was, I uh, I'm I still, I'm still it. in. I still enjoy it. I, I need never, to go back. I, I watched like the first it. season. I was like, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. The yeah. first season is unlike the rest of the entire series, yeah. actually. Yeah. And then John Wick. Ah, yes. Talk about the Continental. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. You know, I called this two years ago. You did? I did. Well, I thought this, they'd at least do a movie on this very show. I called this show, but uh, John Wick. Uh, it's it's the Continental. It's going to be a TV series. Yes, based in the John Wick universe. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be on Stars. Uh, so they're spending money on this instead of the Continental American Gods. The Continental is um, such a brilliant concept. Mm-hmm. It's a hotel for assassins is where they all have. Is going to be in it? Doesn't say. You know Literally, I, my entire life, I've wanted John Wick, and I just didn't realize it because right. every D and D game I ever played, I always played an assassin. My LARPing character for twelve years was a bard by day and assassin by night. Like triggered, that's my triggered, favorite. Triggered by getting your dog killed. Getting my dog killed every time. Now uh, uh, they've got uh, a script. Chris Collins is going to also write the script and serve as showrunner. He's worked on Sons of Anarchy, The Wire, Man in the High, High Castle. He's really good. Uh, the original film's creative team is on board for the those, TV offshoot. Those stuntmen from the Matrix. Yeah. All, so the people who worked on the movies are going to help with the TV series. And in a uh, a bit of advice that Marvel could follow, Keanu Reeves is going to show up every now and then. He mm, won't be the weird. star. But he'll at least show up. I am but, genuinely appreciative. But, but, but how, Carrie? He's on the run now. I know. He's a persona non grata. <laughs> so there's two things about this. What did you say? He's a persona non grata. Have you not that? seen this? I ordered that at Cafe Rio one time. <laughs> two things that I absolutely love. Let me love. get two persona one, non gratas, please. The Continental yeah. does not have to be set in current day. No. The Continental can be set anytime. Oh. 
so they could do episodes in the 1890s. With it's Assassin's an anthology series. Exactly. The other thing I love is that John Wick 3, Doggy Daycare, has been greenlit. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. I just fucking love I hate it. how you make up shit. Man. I mean, people are going to be like, but oh, it sounds hi, so plausible. John Wick, can I drop off this Shih Tzu? And he'll be like, I want to take care of your Shih Tzu. And, and then the Shih Tzu dies, and then the rest of the movie's a bloodbath. No, 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 no. The whole thing is, is that these terrorists, <laughs> these terrorists show up, and they're like, John Wick, we hate your doggy daycare. He's like, but but I like that his dog didn't die in part two. Right. That fucking rad pit bull that totally reminded me of totally just like was just like walking with him. Have you ever seen a Weimar Rammer dual wield like M16? I have actually. Doggy daycare. I got to tell you something that the kids at the school got in trouble for this week. Were they playing John Wick? No. They were throwing blueberries at each other. In the lunchroom, and I was like, job, <laughs> they're like Lee. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm the least random <laughs> person on the show. a blueberry show. You know. koozie. I'm consistent <laughs> in my what, what, why'd, you, uh, why'd you throw that? Carrie. It's, it's a Wasatch beer blueberry. Carrie, that's just rude. Beer. Carrie, How just can you throw koozie. if your arms I'm, are tied to that chair? That's, I know, right? <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> wrist. Carrie, Carrie, Jack- the wrist. Carrie Jackson, you're... You're better Shame than that. On you. I know. You're better uh, than that. All right, let's uh, wrap this up before we do uh, any uh, recommendations or uh, uh, consternations or. Uh, well, I was saying, like I was saying to you earlier, why don't we say something that we're super excited for in 2018? A recommend, right. or should we save that for the next episode? No, nah, man, it's, it's the first of the. It's, it's it's like one of the first. It's the middle of the month, so let's do that shit. You know, people's rent is due on this episode. <laughs> It's After the, these messages, it's the fifteenth. No, it's we, the fifteenth. We, we got to wrap it up. That's true. The rent is due. The fifteenth is when I get. Paid. No, that's when you get paid. First, that's when I get my yeah. late fee. Y'all hiring? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell us. I've got mine. Okay, go I'm ahead. So excited! It was announced this week. Uh, so they went back to the original uh, numbering of Action Comics. Yes. Uh, and starting with Action Comics, one thousand and one. Wow. It is going to have a new creative team oh really and that new creative team and i can't even stand it bob kane and bill finger nope. back from the dead it is brian michael bendis oh with art by jim lee wow and that's i a, am beside that's, myself that's a one-two punch right i'll, I'll so, look at that yeah sure. well anything bendis writes, right so I... i'm gonna get that and then the other title i've decided that i'm gonna read this year is snagglepuss I have the first issue, right? Do you really? Yeah. I'm going to steal it from you. Yeah. Uh, Snagglepuss, the pink mountain lion character for him. Exit stage right. (laughs) Exit stage left. Uh, They have reimagined Snagglepuss as a closeted gay playwright in the 1950s who is being blackmailed. He's Truman Capote? Yeah, he's Truman Capote. Okay. And he's being blackmailed by the government to help... To help them uncover communists, and if they, if he doesn't help them, they're going to out him as gay. God damn! Okay, Snagglepuss. I'm a, and I'm the on art board. is fucking amazing. Yeah, and uh, those it's are my two things I'm excited Brian about. Michael Bendis and Jim Lee. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for those. Yeah, I got, I got that issue right over there. Okay. Wow. Uh, anything you want to recommend? I know Kiki um, has some stuff. Yeah, I just. I'm beside myself about My Hero Academia. Like, all my close friends know that that's, like, my anime right now. Like, my friend just changed her ringtone. And it's the... called Academia? Is that what it's called? My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. Yes. Some lady keeps hassling me about watching it. It's me! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please watch it. It's so good. And I, I was explaining to Carrie earlier. I mean, again, if you love superheroes, the whole just heroes in general, I really think this anime is amazing. 
it's about a boy in a superhero society and everybody has quirks, which is their powers. You can either choose to just live a normal life with them or you can go to school and be a pro hero. All my, which is on my shirt right now, he's the pro number one hero. Deku, or Midoriya is his name, like he doesn't have a quirk. And so he's quirkless and all he wants to do is just be the world's greatest hero. So how does he end up getting a quirk? I will let you watch that on your own to find out uh-huh. how. But it's amazing and I've cried multiple times just because of just this need. And I think tying this back to like 2018 kind of a thing about like that self-awakening like with Heidi like to know that this is what you want mm-hmm. and to fight for that and to keep don't let no one like hold you down with it it's just an, it's an amazing anime and the third season comes out this year in April I believe plus a video game on PS4 nice, oh, nice. so I will be excited for that I, I am uh, I'm excited because uh, while, while we've seen a lot of adversity some people would say we haven't but while we've seen a lot of adversity recently <clears throat> I've seen a uh, a group of people catch find their voice and realize that they can demand change and can demand progress in the world. So I'm excited because while I felt like perhaps we were sliding towards that Mad Max future, I see a lot of brave women standing up right now and demanding um, demanding some some attention and some change. And I, I think that's staggering. And while it's not necessarily impacting on the geek world. I think it's impacting on the global world, on, yeah. on, on the global scene, and it can make a huge difference in how we look at uh, entertainment, how we look at, at everything. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm looking forward to. I realize that that's maybe not quite as as fun as, as a comic book or something else, but no. I, it, it, it's what it has me fired up. And I think it's because my my daughter's yep. you know, she's 17, she's moving off into the world soon, and, and I'm kind of looking at it, going, "Okay, kid, show me what you can do." Cause I'm so proud I, of her. I, I think you guys might just be able to pull it off because my tired old ass can't do it. Um, uh, I have actually a good follow-up for this, if you don't mind. Are you uh, you feeling good? Um, So there's a a Shira show coming out. Yeah. um, For DreamWorks. Yeah. It's DreamWorks and Netflix. Series on Netflix. And it's being run by one of my favorites. She did Lumberjanes, Noelle Stevenson. No shit. And she also writes for The Runaways. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's coming out hopefully this year. Um, and I'm just, I'm really stoked. It's like a, it's a huge girl power. She's part of the Valkyries. I don't know if you guys know about that female oh, yeah. comic collective of women. Um, that's like run by Kate Leth and they're Noel and Kate Leth are best friends and Noel's getting amazing. that deal and being able to run that show. I am so excited. I am. And I threw cool. a party for myself. Animation is an area that Netflix is not afraid to give a budget. I know. And I'm yeah. really, and she has a great budget. She ha- and I know that she wouldn't lend hers. Like Noel Stevenson has a, an incredible, ethical mind she would yeah. not lend herself to this if she didn't feel the project lumberjanes is, is fantastic lumberjanes if, you've got, is great. if you've got teenage girls or it doesn't matter if you've got teenage girls or not but especially if you have teenage girls mm-hmm. and you're trying to get into comics. or if there's books. a teenage girl inside of you like there is in lee like, like in a me. tiny yeah. little yeah, sassy yeah. teenage girl she, she's lynn minmay yeah um <laughs> but yeah it's it's one of those things where uh, lumberjanes is just fun it's yeah. great was that a robotech reference yes it was oh my god that was thank you for a deep it. cut you're welcome <laughs> um yeah lumberjanes and rat queens i would highly recommend for any girls who want to get into comics so yeah. all right oh rat queens nice. i'm friends with uh what's her name Teresa, uh, uh tessa i can't remember her full name yeah, yeah. She's, tessa thompson her, tessa no no amazing yeah, yeah she's no she's amazing she's I incredible just, I oh i, I just got a message oh. from from uh, jimmy what did you say? I was going to save it for the end, but uh, oh well, oh, by all means, save Jay. it for the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, my recommendation just for um, this month and your 2018 is: life is short. Don't be afraid to fuck it up. And um, 
this I'm I'm grateful for this podcast because this podcast continuously reminds me to improve myself, better myself, learn. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with my career this year, but I made a pledge to myself to go back to school. I'm currently oh, back in school, nice. and um, you know Lee was talking about the GI Bill earlier in this episode, and I'm taking that time to use my own you know GI Bill that I'm good. Yeah, and use those benefits that are uh, applicable to me so I can better well, you myself. Fucking earned them, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um and so like I, I, I wish I had more geek shit to recommend to you guys, but like on- honestly I play Overwatch. Yeah, that too. Um but honestly I'm just gonna spend this year bettering myself. I've uh last year I spent most of it trying to figure out learn and figure out and learning and understanding just who the fuck I am and this year I'm just more so focusing on on the person that I need to be, and so that's my recommendation. Light a fire they can't put out. Well, Jimmy has texted. I miss him. And What's here's up? his here's his message, and we'll we'll end with this. Miss and love you all. P.S. Jay is missing four shots of vodka and a bottle of whiskey in front of him. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> He knows. Oh, Jimmy. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Jimmy and I are the same person because we're never in the room at the same time. Oh. No. Mm. Which means means good things in your future. I know. Yeah. Enjoy your junkets. You're welcome. Good Lord. I'd be next door more. <laughs> I know. I'm less liable to kill you. It's true. Now, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy met somebody a couple days ago, and a lot of people said, oh, Lee's probably just dying with envy right now. I'm like, now, Jimmy meeting Guillermo del Toro, does not yeah. make me die at all. Yeah. It makes me so happy because mm-hmm. there's one thing Jimmy loves more than just about anything. Jimmy has a lot of things that he loves. He loves film and film craft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And an, an auteur like Guillermo del Toro uh, sharing space with, with Jimmy, I think, was probably one of those highlights That's of his awesome. life. He talks about meeting Spielberg and meeting all these other guys. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, somebody whose heart beats the pure red passionate blood of cinema like Guillermo del Toro and mm-hmm. Jimmy meeting yeah. mm-hmm. was probably a pretty amazing moment. Oh, I'm jelly. I, that's cool. I have to say, I have to say about Jimmy. Um, I when I see these pictures of him with all these great celebrities that we all mm-hmm. love, you know, from uh, Harrison Ford, to Oprah, The Rock, you know, just 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 the who's who. That asshole Tom Hanks. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom. Hanks. I mean, but just the who's who. And then you see a picture of him and Cat. Yep. At the award show, and I, I don't know why. I don't. I'm. I, I just love seeing that, and I love that Jimmy, as, as 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 much fun as he gets to have in his career, he is having it with his best friend. And oh, I, for and, sure. And like I genuinely appreciate that. And every, you know, like I I said on it on a, on their little uh, when they posted a picture of them at the Critics Choice Awards, I was like, "You're a hell of a critic. You made a hell of a choice." And the, the two of you together is just an award for all of us. And I genu- oh. and I genuinely mean that because I just. I, I love him. Anyways, Mr. B, uh, this ham tastes weird. Yeah, I wonder if it was made in some sort of shithole. Oh, 